0: Hey guys, it's Carly and this is Jade. Welcome to Mommy's Tell All.
1: Today we are talking with Tiffany Soria. She is the founder of Novel Education Group, an elite all-inclusive agency providing homeschool to children of all ages. So cool. Can't wait to talk to her. But first, Jade, how's it going over there?
0: It's been a week. I think I've been texting you and it has just been one of those hard parenting weeks where everything Ugh. just can't, you know, you're just like trying, but nothing is working out in your favor. That's,
1: yes. And that's you're this like, week. <laughs> are you serious after every single thing? And then the next thing happens, and you're like, really? Are you serious?
0: Yeah. I think, Ugh, I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay. It's they. we all have these, you know, it's not this is not the exclusion, though, you know what I mean? It's just like, I'm dealing with some dizziness and don't know what it is. I'm assuming like I was telling you, it could be my ear crystals, which I didn't even know your ears had crystals until I, a week ago.
1: It's so weird when I first, so I was telling you, I first found out about that cause my friend Heather was telling me that she was getting vertigo cause of her ear crystals. And I was like, what are you talking about? So it's crazy now that you're saying that. Cause I was like, I. I never know anything about anything. And I know about ear crystals. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I've been having really bad vertigo every day for the past like two weeks. And so I'm going to go get my ear crystals fixed, I guess, and see if that's what's what it is. So I talked to my dad. My dad's an occupational therapist and he works with physical therapists. And then my sister-in-law is a physical therapist. And so actually I found out my sister-in-law's specialty is helping people with vertigo and readjusting these ear crystals. Wow. So, Which is which is nice to you know I have somebody in my family that I can talk to about this. Totally. And so a physical therapist can assess by just doing like steps of turning your head into certain positions and watching your eye movement. And if your eye movement what? shifts. Yes. And if your eye movement shifts a certain way, then they know <gasps> that your, your ear your crystals went
1: back to the right spots stop yeah that's how they know yes because your eye shifts dude that's weird bodies are weird yeah so how cool is that
0: it's really cool but also i'm like man now i have to have like do another appointment like this whole week it's just been appointments appointments yeah, appointments over here so oh. i'm like oh my god now and i have to take care of myself and like go do this and see if that works and if that doesn't work then do i need to get my blood drawn and see if i have like deficiencies and any kind of like vitamins or minerals in my body and so who knows I've been I upped my magnesium again I upped my b12 and my iron so I have like trying to get on top of all those to see if it's anemia or what but I've been super dizzy so it's been really hard to even function
1: and parent I can't even imagine (laughs) you can't you can't when you're dizzy
0: yeah I I mean it's even hard for me to even like go down the stairs because looking down makes it worse and
1: uh, my mom gets super bad vertigo, and my brother does too. So I really, I've never had it, but like I, I get it's like debilitating. It's wild. It is, and so on top of that, Emmy started school. Oh my gosh! She's officially- how are you? How are you coping with that? i have
0: actually That's like a lot. I'm doing okay. Like I think about her all day. Obviously, she's only gone two days so yeah. far um she's going monday wednesday fridays so i'm like oh i wonder what is she's doing i wonder if she like ate her lunch i wonder if she's hungry like i wonder if like somebody was mean <laughs> to her you know but like it's things that she just learns how she's gonna have to learn how to do which
1: right this is the beginning of all of the things but all the human interactions we have this is where you learn
0: i'm more like just really proud of her than sad I was sad the first day kind of throughout the day at random moments i would just feel the sadness for some reason mm. but i'm really just really proud i'm like oh she's there she goes into the world it's something
1: is she liking it i mean yeah in the two days she's been there yeah she's liking it and
0: the teachers have been sending me photos throughout the day showing me like things she's oh, doing so at nice. least and like little girls she's hanging out with and and boys and she's been having – I guess the teacher said she's really adjusted well. She's like, I feel like we've had her for months. You know, she's just really integrated already. And Emmy's super that's outgoing. So, nice. so it was just time. She was showing signs of being ready. So it was just like I felt like we were almost doing her a disservice by keeping her home. But, Even though three and a half is really still young for school, But that's why we're only doing three days.
1: Well, yeah. that's very exciting. Yeah. She's, she's growing up. Uh. I know.
0: <laughs> it's just like – yeah she's gonna be four
1: in august that's so weird
0: what's going on in your world
1: oh gosh i feel like we're just like sick over here i don't know we've had like bella and charlie both threw up a week and a half ago and then i thought i was immune to it because like i didn't get it and then i got it i think i've said this but evan has the kids every other weekend friday and saturday night and so i got really sick friday not or thursday night and in the morning at like 6 a.m i text him i was like if you haven't gone to work like can you not go to work and can you just come get the kids early because he usually gets them at like two o'clock or something i was like can you get them now but he actually got his second dose of the covid vaccine so he was actually feeling sick Mm. but he did it anyway and that was really nice because he knew he was like you're in a worse place than me i think so that was nice but you know i had this weekend of like not even like big plans, but like some plans like for me. And then I just couldn't do any of them because I felt horrible. But it was only it was like this weird 24 hour bug that we just all got and now it's gone. But now Bella has a stuffy note. So I'm just like, I don't know. I go to the grocery store like, what do I even do? (laughs) Like, so I don't know. It's just kind of been like we've been sick, but I haven't gotten this nose thing. So that's good. I don't know. Just, you know, sickness is just stressful and sad and then kids are like in bad moods. And so you can't really get anything done because they just want to be on you, which is like so sweet. But then like you really can't get anything done. <laughs> okay. So it's just been it's been that over here. Mm-hmm. But we're we're doing better. We're on the up and ups. And the, oh, and then I went to the doctor because I had to go get my yearly physical because I'm on, you know, thyroid medicine. And so in order to like get your you know, your prescription for another year, you have to like go get your checkup. So gotcha. I did that. and. Charlie still hasn't been to his year checkup, so that's on Tuesday, where he's gonna get shots. So I'm gonna be really sad.
0: You sound like <laughs> so. us. Like that's a way. I just had all the kids' uh, as checkups. And, yeah.
1: It's so th- it's so sad, and I need to take Bella in too because she's still having like poop. Her poop is just so big. Like it's the biggest. It's so much bigger than my poop has ever been, and it's every single time. And I really just like need to have somebody really look into why that is so
0: does it hurt like does she hate doing it because it hurts
1: she hates doing it I mean like I'm not even joking like her poop is like the size of a can of coke oh my gosh it's so big like I'm really not joking it's like maybe a little bit smaller than that but not by much and it's is she going you know and it's not even is she going every day she goes like Not every, well, sometimes she goes every day and sometimes she goes every other day, but it's not like she's super constipated. It's just they're huge. It's so weird. And I like, she's on, I mean, she eats normal. She, I give her like a fiber gummy at night to like try to like have that help. Like she's in, she has vitamins. She, I I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Like, I, I mean, I'm gluten free. So I've kept her gluten free because that's what was causing my constipation when I was young but I don't know I don't know the answer (laughs) anyway poop
0: (laughs) (laughs) well I hope you find out because it's so like so hard it's so sad
1: and it's hard stress yeah it's hard
0: when you don't have the answers yeah I feel like that's hard as a parent
1: and when you try to like like you know you try everything and then just nothing changes so yeah it's just it's just sad it's just sad right now and it's frustrating for her when she's like you can tell she's like trying to poop for like hours mm-hmm. sometimes days but usually not days but anyway we, it sounds like we've both had a week
0: um, I just scratched the surface I don't even like Ugh. I could go on in this podcast but I just don't want to <laughs> it's been such a week oh my gosh but I'm not going to elaborate uh,
1: I get it I have things I can't elaborate on too <laughs> 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 oh man um well i feel like let's get some positivity flowing here let's talk about exciting things like education and um, especially because like now everybody is doing virtual education i mean pretty much lots of people are still yeah. doing no, th- we, virtual we
0: decided to put any in-person school um But I know that like there's personal choices out there and what people want to do. And obviously in state and county choices too, like whatever your state or county is doing. So there are a lot of people doing virtual. And um, it's just like good to know that we have options on where, like if we're choosing to do our normal school or if we want to go into something like what Tiffany has, which is an all-inclusive elite agency providing homeschooling. Um, It's just nice to know that there's options.
1: Yeah, totally. Well, I think let's take a quick break and we'll go grab Tiffany and uh, we'll see you guys back here in a minute. Okay, so we're really excited to talk to you. You created Novel Education in 2014, is that right? Correct. Okay, so what made you even want to do this?
2: So I started tutoring privately tutoring. So I, I graduated from, I'm from Portland, Oregon. I graduated from school in Portland. I was really over Portland, just ready to sort of like do something else, moved to Los mm-hmm. Angeles. But I'd always been, I mean, I didn't move to Los Angeles with any sort of like dreams of becoming, you know, like an actor or a musician or anything like that i just really honestly was craving something different and i had always been a bit of a nerd and so um i started tutoring immediately when i when i got to la and obviously because of the certain demographic that's there i was uh, i like soon found myself tutoring like a high profile clientele through different agencies and i noticed like a big lack what you know there was lots of tutors around things like that but i noticed a huge lack and a big gap in sort of like the homeschooling system. And a lot of these kids that worked in the entertainment industry, that didn't really have options for homeschool. There were certain options out there, but there wasn't really like a bespoke option that gave them flexibility, so that they could continue to work on their careers and then also be homeschooled at the same time. So just through sort of like, networks of different people, I was i actually homeschooled kendall and kylie jenner
1: no way oh my gosh yeah so cool (laughs) and so
2: that's where every that's when i really started to notice like a huge discrepancy between school and like career driven youth um because i mean at the time they weren't i mean they were i mean obviously the show was still on but no one like they weren't uh, clearly where they are now and um, yeah. <laughs> but they were working towards it they were always working and it, yeah. and literally the choice was like fail school or work and I, and I yeah. and I came in and I was like no, no 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 I don't you shouldn't have to choose between work and school you should be able to do both and especially because their aspirations were so big I wanted mm-hmm. their schooling environment to, su- to support their aspirations and vice versa. Yeah. So, um, and then, you know, as, and then, so that's how I start. And that's like the foundation, the philosophy under which I founded Novel Education. And now the company has evolved into, you know, not only helping sort of like high profile clientele who are looking for flexibility because of work opportunities but a whole new plethora of reasons of just sort of, you know, we work with business executives who travel for their jobs and they want to take their children with them. And it's like, because, yeah. tra- because traveling is a, is just, just as enriching as, as being in a classroom of children, sometimes even more. So, yeah. um, so, so yeah, I just, I was, and, I, and there really wasn't a company out there that I felt like was doing what I was doing and was in this unique space. And yeah. so, um, so yeah, so I started novel just to sort of service this sort of like this crowd that was looking for an alternate, but also high standard, uh, way of doing education.
1: That's so cool. I've, I mean, I don't know like anything about this. I feel like I've watched, like I've watched the movies where they're like about a, you know, a young actress that's like on set and she'll have like her tutor that's like in her, you know, dressing room with her, like teaching yeah. her all these things. This is yeah. way better than that. <laughs> yeah, this is there's that
2: one show. There's that show. I can't remember what it's called. I think it's called like Love Something. I I don't remember the exact name. It's on Netflix and it's about an onset tutor. And mm. it is so it's actually really funny. And I can't even say that those things are that sometimes it's not it's like that show's not the furthest from the truth. But uh-huh. but what I can say is that there's so like you can make I, this sounds so cliche but you can make learning fun i mean you
1: really can and you well can- and it's accessible because it's at the kids fingertips yes exactly i mean before it's like i still get a lot of calls
2: from moms who are like i have no clue that stuff like this even exists it's like either i have to do i mean especially right now when covid i mean obviously this is like more this is more important than ever i feel like this topic of just sort of like schooling at home schooling and moms are like, not, you know, I didn't even know, like, the only options for them are either zoom for six hours a day with school or literally don't go to school, which sounds terrible. And so and that's, that's just horrible. like, that sounds literally like a trap. So it's been, you know, kind of like our mission this past year, and not just this past year with COVID, but with but even before that, to let people know that there is, you know, all alter- there are alternative options, that are just as good and could be even better for your lifestyle, for the way that your child learns. Um, you know, we've worked with with kids too who are just sort of like painfully shy and a regular school in school. And I mean, geez, being a teenager these days is just so different than what it was so when yeah. I was a teenager. And, and a lot of times now, you know, if you're not the shining star of your class, then you're sort of shy to raise your hand. You know, you feel, and then and then because you're shy to raise your hand then you're graded down for participation points and you know all that it's just sort of like and i i don't want any you know student to feel like the way that they learn or the the way they process information or the way that they express themselves is they're going to get graded down because of that instead there are places out there where you can actually just be yourself and 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 do well in school i was
0: that kid i i had a fear of raising my hands but i loved learning but i just Oh, like that feeling for me, I hated it.
2: Yeah, same. I was the same way when I was in school. I mean, I f- I felt like I always had like an issue with sort of fitting in. Yeah. Um, I was not interested in like homecoming court or football games or being like the, you know, the school spirit. Like I was not into that stuff. I was like not into school spirit, but I really but I was always a nerd. So I really liked school. I really liked learning. And I felt like because I wasn't that high school student, then my options were limited. And that was always, that always made me kind of sad because then it made me feel like I had to be different in order to be successful in school and in my career. So you know, to have this, to this, this option for, to be able to provide this option for students and for families, I feel like has sort of like lifted a really big weight off of, um, off of parent shoulders and off of student shoulders. Um, so yeah, it's been a very interesting ride these past like five or six years and especially this past year with COVID.
1: I bet. So, okay. So obviously used to be A tutor. So Mm -hmm. when you're tutoring, that takes like all of the responsibility off of the parent because like you're doing it all right. hundred percent. So in a homeschooling program, like I've always thought about homeschooling and been like, oh my gosh, that is too hard for me as a parent to do. So is it hard? Like how much is on the parents to help and be there and guide. Right. So one thing with
2: us is that we provide a full service homeschooling situation. So really, just like you said about the tutoring, the responsibility is off the parent, it's the same thing with homeschool. The responsibility homeschool. is off the parent. So we provide like a contact so really it can sort of be anything you want we have full-time teachers that work just like regular teachers would in school but they just work with one student um Mm. the stand, yeah the standard seat time for homeschooling standard is about 15 hours a week right so you're looking at about three hours a day five days a week which is significantly shorter than your regular school day yeah. Um. And the tutor takes care of everything. So they take care of pacing. They make sure that you're submitting quality assignments. Uh, they make sure you know it's really they're really like an advocate for the student as well in terms of. Of uh, okay, the students really not into reading, I don't know, the Scarlet Letter or something like that. I mean, who wants to even read the Scarlet Letter anymore? <laughs> and I mean, it's honestly I've read it as an adult. And like I've read a lot, of, I've reread a lot of high school literature as an adult, and some of it's really good, but some of it is actually legitimately extremely boring. And <laughs> and I really feel for like the 15 year old that ne- that is being told that they like have to read this. And so we kind of step in as like an advocate for the student as well, just sort of being like, look, like he or she just really doesn't want to read this. Like there's got to be something else a little more relevant to their lives that they can read. So we'll step in and sort of sub sub that novel out for a different novel, you know, because the the most important thing here is that they're reading and not that they're reading the Scarlet Letter. So yeah, so the, the tutor takes care of sort of everything from start to finish, and that's why we... You know, we like market ourselves as like a full service, uh, you know, homeschooling agency. We can really sort of place them where they're supposed to be, pair them with a teacher that works best for them, Um, and even if they don't want to do the typical fifteen hours a week, and they and you have a self made motivated student, they'll always have a, a a point of contact, like a contact person that they can refer to at any point to sort of say, "Hey, I'm a little lost," or "Where am I supposed to be." And then that way the parent doesn't sort of just say, oh my goodness, I haven't checked on you in three weeks and nothing's done. That doesn't really happen with us because uh, we make sure that they're on pace all the time.
0: Can I ask you a question too? So a lot of Mm -hmm. our listeners have younger children. Could you like walk us through a day um, for children in your homeschooling program? say if like they were a kindergartner?
2: Yeah, of course. So we do, we service all, all students K through 12 and even some free K. So before COVID, we were doing in-home placements um, in the, we're based in Los Angeles. So we were doing in-home placements in Los Angeles. And when you're working in, you know, if we're talking in person, because of course, hopefully we'll all be able to do that again, the standard C time is pretty much the same. It's about three hours a day, five days a week. So you go through a standardized curriculum. So, you know, for a kindergartner, it would be those core classes, which are math, science, a little bit of history, a little bit of, you know, reading at that point is really just sort of like phonics. And and they go through their core subjects, but the teacher goes at the pace of the student or for example, like in regular school, you know, there's a allotted amount of time for each subject. In homeschooling, it's not about how much time you spend on something, it's about how much work you get done. So if a kindergartner or first grader or, or whatever age they are is, happens to be particularly, a particularly fast reader or particularly good at math, they can move ahead in those subjects and finish them early and then move on to the next grade before they even finish Kindergarten of, of the first stuff. So a typical day—sorry, I'm sort of diverting—but a, t- a typical day um, is going to move at the pace of the student, however, still going through all of those core subjects. If we're talking about virtual, which we're all sort of doing right now via Zoom, um, our youngest virtual student right now is five. So that's about that's about kindergarten first grade. Um, we're finding that that age doesn't really work, they don't zoom well for longer, (laughs) (laughs) for longer than about an hour and a half. (laughs) And so, and and then what we've usually done is we do like 45 minutes and then we find a really fun way for them to time themselves for their break, like a little egg timer, and then they get to bring it with them. So then when the timer goes off, it's like, oh, meet me back here at Zoom. And then they come back to the Zoom and they kind of we turn it into like a little bit of a game um and then they're on for the next 45 minutes and they're usually like really excited to start and then they're also really excited to end. And so that's a that's what we have found has been like about the the good time is about an hour to an hour and a half with the younger ones. And we're still still able to get through the
1: whole curriculum in that time. I mean, I don't even know how you, there's a million answers to this, I feel, but mm-hmm. what would you say are the benefits of homeschooling cuz I mean, there's going to be probably people listening to this that are like, I think in-person learning, I think homeschooling, you know, everyone kind of has their thing. What would you say though? Are the benefits to homeschooling your child over in person learning?
2: When you're home, I think the benefits for homeschooling would be number one: you're really like moving at the pace of the child is is a huge perk to homeschooling. Um, we have students, and we also have year round enrollment, so we have students that can start the ne- that can start the next school year and like june and work through the summer and then they're ahead or something like that Mm. so Mm -hmm. you're working at the pace of the students so you're really not having you know if you have a student that's particularly ahead of the class or maybe a little bit behind in the class but they just don't feel comfortable to say so or you don't even really notice it as a parent yet because they're younger you know we can really adjust things for them that'll work best for them and then it ends up building their confidence Actually, quite a bit. You know, when we see students from where they are when they start to where they are at the end of the year, they're really much more confident students, much more confident people. That's been a huge perk. Um, another one I would say is the flexibility. If you happen to find yourself in a situation where you are going out of town for a couple of weeks in, on, in an odd month, like October or something like that, where usually there isn't any school breaks. We can pause the curriculum and pick it right back up when you come back. We can work virtually with them for a little bit less time. Um, it really works to fit your lifestyle and your schedule.
0: I like that you mentioned how you can kind of work on a kid's like strengths and and not have them feel like they're falling behind in things and how it's student-led. I remember in school. Which I hope they don't do this anymore. But when we would have like a math test, and then in order to save like the teacher, I guess like time of grading math tests, we would pass it to the person who sat behind us, <laughs> and they I would grade our papers. Yeah. And how humiliating that was if you like flunked that paper that test, you know, or if you did bad. And like now, now my friend, or maybe this kid who's not my friend, knows that I did bad on this test, and how like it actually was worse for my self-confidence
2: absolutely yes i and i know exactly what you're talking about and i totally remember doing that and and yes it was always really crazy where it's like hey, pass it back remember you had to like pass it to the person sitting behind you or whatever and and yeah exactly if you didn't feel good about it there was really nothing you could do about it and these things build i mean they really do these things build into this like how just how the student feels about themselves. When you're in a one-on-one environment, things are not only more efficient, but the student just feel like we we want to create an environment where they feel completely comfortable talking about asking all the questions they want, talking about the things that they don't understand, and also learning about the things that really interest them. And that this is another huge perk I would I would give with with homeschooling because you know, we don't only, you know, our, our three main buckets that we that we do are homeschooling, private tutoring, and academic enrichment. So we also specialize in doing custom curriculum for any K through 12 student in terms of like their passions and their hobbies, which are hugely important really when you enter high school and if you're thinking about college, I mean. Of course, grades are important and all of that. But what's really going to make you stand out as a student is your extracurriculars. And sometimes you have, like, we get like a a seven-year-old or an eight-year-old that happens to be really into photography or something like that. And there's not a lot of options for kids that are into photography or they're into, I don't know, oil painting or architecture or something like that. So we build programs for these kids so they can develop these skills and the programs have like clear benchmarks and assignments and all that. So it kind of feels like an elective course for like a seven year old. And then from that, they're building their passions outside of school as well. And it feels like it's a part of their school day. And then they like end up being, you know, they end up being like 12 years old and they just know exactly how to work a camera and they know they're like know things about photography already and, and all that. So that's also been like a huge perk. Of, of how do you, what we do.
1: How do you deal with, uh, like, in high school? Like, I was a part of, you know, the theater club and I was, you know, in dance classes mm. and I was in choir. Like, what about those things? Yeah. Like what about the arts, like the group arts? Exactly.
2: The group or stuff. Sports yeah.
1: Sports or, yeah. Yeah. Do you put that more on the parents to do, like, outside of the.
2: Like clubs. Yeah. Like clubs. Like, no, yeah. Just like the right, like the social aspect of doing something together with with a group. I totally
1: get that. Um, Yeah. But it's also like, to me, like I was a musical theater major in college. So to me, I would, like I would have really missed out on what my college was also about. You know what I'm saying? Right.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Um, You know, we really do put that on, on the parents to sort of, find clubs, you know, we've had for our younger kids, to be honest with you, the older ones that end up doing homeschool are not too concerned with sort of clubs and group activities like that. Lots of them Mm -hmm. sort of have pretty large networks outside of school which is kind of one reason why they're doing homeschool because they like have these other networks that they're running in. A lot of homeschooling students are actually all on the road to become professional athletes as well. And they're like training all the time and that's why they're doing homeschool. So there's, you know, that. But in terms of, of the other things that you're talking about, we always try and encourage uh, the parents that we work with to enroll them in um, some type of, you know, if, if they want to do a club or a dance class outside of school That's usually pretty popular as well with the kids that we enroll. Um, And at the same time, they kind of have the extra time to do that too, because you're working so much faster as a homeschooling student. So you have the Mm -hmm. extra time to be doing like more clubs than you would normally do. And, you know, so they have more, like they usually end up doing more after school activities because their school days end at like one versus like three or four or something like that. And so they have like, all this time to be doing extra stuff, so they actually end up doing more extracurriculars in groups outside of school than they than they actually would in school. Um, you know, during this past year with COVID, we we did start doing pods, and so um, you know, they some students have been able to get their social interaction that way. So you know, we 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 tried to to, to focus on the pods versus the one on one this past year. Yeah, those have been so. super
0: popular because I feel like. That's the best option for some parents out there right now is these little pods that Mm -hmm. are kind of your little quarantine bubble, but your kids still have a little bit maybe of what was like normalcy for them?
2: Yeah, a little bit of normalcy. And then you still get because I mean, especially for the younger kids, it is important to be amongst your peers and also see what your peers are doing and also see how they tackle a problem versus you know it like you want to and and it is important to also like understand what it's like to work on a team and so um so that's why you know we wanted to introduce this idea because just to not feel so isolated because normally in like normal life with homeschool it's not a problem because they're not isolated it's like they were doing school With the tutor during the day, but then also, but then after school they'd be in like three or four different classes, and so it's like they weren't isolated at all. But now that everyone's everyone's isolated, you know, we are, uh, yeah, we tried to focus more on making students feel like they were a part of something and not that they're just completely on their own all the time.
1: That's great. Well, one last question. Mm -hmm. First off, thank you so much for being with us and giving us so many. I mean, fantastic uh, education outlet here is just amazing. Can you tell us if parent is interested in Novel Education Group, where we can find you and uh, find more information?
2: Of course. Yes. So you can go. Our website would definitely be the best way to go. It's noveleducationgroup.com. And then obviously our Instagram is Novel Education Group. And then my personal Instagram is at Tiffany Soria. Um, and I'm, I'm constantly posting things about what we're developing as well. And we've got a lot of really fun, new things coming up in terms of our enrichment programs. We have a lot of, you know, a lot of them turning into sort of DIY things that you can do at home without a tutor. And so, yeah, we have lots of fun things coming up that we're excited to share. So I'm open to any general questions about education. I want moms to feel and dads to feel supported. And that they can sort of come to me with like questions and concerns about things.
1: Awesome. That's so awesome. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so
2: much. Of course. Thanks. Thanks ladies.
1: Okay. I mean, I kind of feel bad for asking the question I did about the arts. It's just like so important to me. I feel a little bit bad for it, but I just can't imagine like not having that in my like day to day, like curriculum of, what I was going to do with the rest of my life. Yeah,
0: I mean, I think that does kind of put that part into the parents' hands. Like right now, like if I wanted to put Emmy in like a little theater class, I could. Right. So you just kind of have to know your child and what their desires and what their like passions are and and enroll them in those things outside of school, I suppose. And like she was saying, I guess some of them are already like little kids that may be in that. So when she was talking, it made me think of, I went to see The Lion King and the little kids who were Simba and Nala, them at the end and they were like talking to me like their parents to me about a little bit of some things and they were talking about their tutor and and their homeschooling so like kids like that were already maybe like
1: in theater yeah Mm -hmm. but
0: but that's like a very small percentage
1: of children out (laughs) there, right you know (laughs) especially not now because no theater doesn't even exist right now it's so sad yeah it's so sad although I did see that they're going to be doing wicked like the movie That'll That's be really, exciting be to me. Be really I good. love Wicked. It's going to be probably so um. good. Would you um, Would you
0: ever homeschool? Like, would you ever actually do, like, a, a homeschool
1: program? You know, I totally get, like, I like the idea of it. I especially like the idea of, like, me not having to do anything. <laughs> because the thing that always scared me about homeschooling was, like, I didn't know how to do the math. You know, like, yes. what? what new math do I have to do? So that always put me on the side of, like, just send them to school. (laughs) Somebody who knows what they're doing can teach them. But I like the idea of they are the tutor. They are the everything. You don't have to do anything. But it may, I mean, gosh, you know, when the world goes back to normal, it just makes me like really sad that my kid wouldn't get the social aspect of everything. But right now this, this social aspect doesn't work. And, you know, let's say like I was a, you know, a, mom who like traveled all the time my kids went with me this is a fantastic option I think it's gonna be I think it's really good for specific people certain lifestyles um certain lifestyles um but like would I do homeschooling I don't know that I would but I think it's awesome I think the way that they have done this is really great
0: yeah I, I just like I said I feel like it's really great that there's all sorts of options out there for all different types of uh-huh. parents and all different types of children and all different types of lifestyles. And there's nothing like we have amazing teachers out there in the public and private school system, you know. So it's like there's yeah. kids can get great educations wherever they are um, for right. the most part. I mean, there is some things with our education system that needs to definitely be improved, but
1: like the pay of our teachers, like the pay of our teachers, and Gosh. the
0: grants and pop, the money that certain schools don't get, you know, like certain, yep. certain
1: schools are it's, just not. There's some major problems out yes. there. Yes. There is, unfortunately.
0: I guess it's just, it just shows like each parent and each child is unique and we always have our options of what there is out there for our children's education. I always, yeah, I always have a curiosity about unlearning too, which is a very interesting, totally like against the grain type of schooling as well. So there's this always, there's always a way to make sure your child's getting some sort of education, however you may
1: believe. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, just, let your kid learn however you want him to learn. Let's all hold hands and sing Kumbaya. <laughs> yeah, I think... <laughs> That's how I feel we should end this episode. <laughs> no, I just
0: think there really is no right or wrong way and whatever works for you. Yeah, I do case. too. But it's nice that there is right. options.
1: Well, you guys, thank you so much for listening to us. We really just love you so much. We really appreciate it. If you have not uh, rated and reviewed our podcast, please do so and rate us five stars and say something really nice that will just make our day lift up our hearts a little bit (laughs) (laughs) it's been a rough week thanks guys see you next week